Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Coley. We met at our neighborhood park when we were five years old, and we've been friends ever since. We can hardly believe it, but we've been best friends for over 35 years now. We've come a long way since then. And we'd like to invite you along on our journey through life together. We'd love to spend time chatting about anything and everything. So if you're ready to hang out, just meet us at the park. See you there. Welcome back to Meet Us at the Park. Thanks for joining us again. Hey, everybody. We're glad to be back after a little bit of a break. Ah, I got my coffee. How about you? I have water. I have gone out on a limb and decided I need more water in my life, uh, which I've fought <laughs> for about 30 years and, you know, not all that successful. <laughs> <laughs> but we're trying. I have water in a plastic cup that looks just like here. Do you see it? looks like yep. wallpaper we had in my dining room in like 1988 it kind of does yeah that's so i don't know how old these cups are i don't know where they come came from i did not buy them <laughs> actually yeah i do they came from my birthday Lori oh. brought them. yeah there we go yay i got uh my star wars mug again but this is the one with the stormtrooper what's the total number of star wars mugs let's see one two i think i have three or four okay I'm a big Star Wars fan, so not like a nut where I can like go in and like name all the characters, like all the small little insignificant characters and stuff like that. But I really like the series. Big, big originals fan, you know, four, five, and six. I think you should all start if you haven't watched Star Wars already. Start with four, five, and six, and then go into one, two, and three, and then go into the rest. Are four, five, and six the old ones? Yes. Okay. Uh, I saw those in the 80s, probably, when they were originals, and I have never seen any of the new ones. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure your boys are going to get into it at some point, so. Yeah, they know some of the characters, like, they know Baby Yoda, or whatever the real name is, but, uh, and they know some of the others, so they've probably seen, I don't know, parts of things, but yeah, I need to watch them. We did just sit down the other night and watch the new Turning Red which you haven't seen that yet, right? No, I haven't. Is it good? It was so cute. And you know, people, I'm going to complain about people for a minute because they're obnoxious and everything online I kept seeing. There were some complaints about like, it's an Asian family. So I did hear some people who were like Asian, like children of Asian immigrants talking about how like it really did fit their experience when they were a kid or like they didn't. And that's not something I have experience on. So like, I can't say much about that, but the like actual complaints I saw about the movie were people talking about how it mentions periods. So like (laughs) people having periods and bad language and it, (laughs) the language, the bad language is that they say sexy one time. No way. Right. Right. It's like, she's like a 13 year old girl is the main character and she's in love with some boy band. Her and all her little like girlfriends are in love with a boy band. And they, they say sexy once. I'm pretty sure once in the entire movie. And one time, one of them says crap. <laughs> and then people were like, we don't want our kids seeing this. It mentions periods. And I'm like, do y'all's kids not know about periods? I guess and Eventually not. everyone knows, right? Like, like, I'm not a parent. And I can understand you want to like protect your children of a certain age from certain things. But I think we all need to just kind of embrace our bodies and like understand like it can start with children understanding that like oh well girls have a period they're different than boys and like talking openly if you if you start like hiding things from your kids wouldn't it be a detriment later on when you're trying to have these conversations also like doesn't that just make you super curious as a kid when you can't find out about something 
right? Your Alexa's going to blow up. Alexa, what's a period? Like, you yes. know, it's... <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm kind of like you. Like, I don't necessarily think you need to get into the nitty gritty of things if your kids aren't asking those questions because like, who wants to scare them? But once they're asking the questions and my 10-year-old totally didn't get it. And he has lived with a single mom his whole life. Like surely at some point he's picked up on monthly issues. <laughs> but um, because it's not super explicit, it's really uh, explicit if you're if you were like a teen girl and you know, because the mom is like, I bought you pads. And the kid is like, I don't need pads. Because the, the whole thing is that it's not actually her period. It's to- something totally different. Um, and my kid was like, I don't understand what the mom thinks it is. And this was the entire conversation. This is how like traumatic it was for my 10 year old. He said, I don't understand what the mom thinks it is. And I said, oh, she thinks her daughter got her period where you bleed every month. And he went, oh, and he didn't give a shit. That was the whole conversation. (laughs) (laughs) We just open and honest with Ollie. I try. Anytime Ollie asks a question about biology or like anatomy, you, you just explain it in, you know, clinical terms. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he moves yeah. on with his life. It's not a trauma. He's going to find out, you know, but right. if you make it seem like, right. oh, it's this big secret. And then he finally finds out during sex education, which is probably what soon, you yeah. know, like he's going to be like, I shouldn't know about this. This is something bad. And like, it, it creates right. this whole dichotomy between like the sexes, you know, but now he's just going to be like, yeah, girls have periods, whatever. Let me right. I mean, I want him to be. <laughs> I want both my boys to not think any of that's a big deal. Because when you're a girl, a young girl, I don't know. I was super embarrassed by stuff like that. And oh yeah, I didn't need to, I mean, none of us needed to be, but there was sort of a like, don't talk about the boys, which the school perpetuated. Cause you know, we did like our uh, really pitiful sex ed in yeah. separate rooms right boys mm-hmm. go to one room and I don't I, I don't even know what they learned about and then girls went to one room and like got told about periods and that was it and then I think they gave us deodorant and a pad it was deodorant <laughs> and a pad <laughs> they're like, yeah, like they did smell and you're gonna bleed good luck with life and that was like best of luck like, best of luck at some point we learned about the, well infection. the boys I think left with a condom like it was no, weird. Not in the yeah. like fourth grade one. Really? I remember at some point we had some, maybe it was in some kind of biology class in like high school. I, I would think it would be older because we grew up in Texas. They gave fourth graders condoms. There would have been a riot. Yeah, maybe. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, they got deodorant too. But I don't they know. They probably got deodorant. Like, but. Yeah, like what else? I don't know. Do you remember? Okay. Off topic. This is not on our outline. Do you remember that we did have one girl in our class um, who was had been skipped a couple of grades so when we were yes. <laughs> oh I liked her she was so cool I know we went I to college was... a little bit together did you yeah I'm Facebook friends with her but like we haven't talked in you know yeah. since fifth grade um, well she listens to this you were awesome I was thought you were cool <laughs> yeah I did too I remember us in that period talk and they show a video maybe they show you how babies are born maybe they just show you about a uterus I, I don't know yeah. it was clearly not it was too late for me I'd already started all that business. Um, but I remember turning around and looking at her and she was like seven or eight. Like she was younger than us uh-huh. by a couple of years because she had been skipped ahead. And her just like, like wide eyeing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, what is going to happen? 
<laughs> that's too funny and i feel like everyone else had already I kinda remember had a couple that of years yeah to think about it a little more and yeah. i just remember i don't, I don't want to say her name but i just remember her being like oh what like kind of getting pale yeah <laughs> well i remember at some point seeing a birthing video and i don't know if it was that sex education or if that was later on like a science but, class or something. yeah it was like a science class no it was high school because I do remember seeing that and like I think we were all like really lounging and it was taught by like uh one of the coaches in her biology class and so he just oh puts gosh. on the video and like walks out of the room and we're all lounging you know our feet are up on the desk by the end of the video I am like doubled over knees together like my feet started on the like desk, you know, just lounging and having like being like, you know, miss cool right. to being like, oh, hells no. <laughs> oh my God. Do you remember in junior high? We, we probably should, this might be one of our next um, short episodes as a matter of fact, but do you remember <laughs> we had some coach, I want to say his name was coach Geis or coach oh uh something. he was kind of like the heavy set like burly guy right I only yeah I kind of remember anyway our our like gym in true American school fashion was also like where the stage was yeah <laughs> in junior high so he would get up on that stage and his job in like sixth or seventh grade was to I tell us some sort of maybe it was the STD talk I don't know I just remember he was super embarrassed so like he would stand up there and like the more embarrassed he would get, the louder he would get. And so <laughs> <laughs> by the end, he'd just be like screaming like penis over and over. <laughs> the penis, the, the penis. penis. <laughs> oh, that's too Oh my funny. gosh. I, I do have to tell one kid about, or one story about my kid. Uh, when he was about, my oldest kid, when he was about four, um, <laughs> We, I'm always pretty pro using proper names for things, right? So my kids have always known penis, and uh, I think testicles is a hilarious word, but I try not to giggle <laughs> when I say it. Uh, so you, we've always been pretty good about like naming things appropriately and like not being embarrassed because like literally it's just your body; it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I want them to be able to talk about things like if something's injured or hurts or like whatever. I want you to be able to tell me what it is. And I remember picking him up from daycare one day when he was about four and got in the car and it was just enough that we had started driving. So like, I couldn't stop the car and be like, what? Uh, He said, oh, somebody touched my penis today or somebody, what did he say? That's not what he said. Oh no, he said, somebody touched my wiener today. And I looked (laughs) in the back of the car and I was like, cause my first concern was only like, I want to know if this was an adult Mm -hmm. or a kid if this is another four-year-old, like that's a totally different conversation than like you're telling me an adult has touched your wiener. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, I look in sure. the mirror, right? The, the rear view mirror. And I was like, okay, adult or kid. And he tells me it was a completely innocuous story. Like it was nothing to be worried about. Um, so then I was like, okay, let's go back to this wiener thing. And I said, oh, are you talking about your penis? And he looked right at me and thought I just was saying the word wrong. And he was like, no, mom, it's a wiener. Like, <laughs> pronounced it correctly for me <laughs> I was like we've been using penis all the years you've been alive all of a sudden some kid at school has told you you know it's a wiener and and I just had to be like okay listen this conversation like I'm done <laughs> 
I know that you're safe. Like, I don't care anymore. Let's just, whatever, move on. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's such a hoot. Oh, he is. He was like, no, no, no. Leaner, leaner. Yeah. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> All right, so I got us completely off topic because that's what I like to do. Uh, <laughs> told stories that hopefully my goal in life is to not embarrass my children so hopefully that would not be embarrassing to him I don't think it would be um <laughs> anyway let's uh let's get back into what we actually were intending to talk about today and we were going to start with where we've been the last couple of weeks because we both got pretty busy oh yeah so what have you been doing well, um, you know, I had started that new sales job, but also they sent me out on a project out in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. So I went out there and produced a video for them and got back into the swing of things and just wrapped myself up in work and other little projects. And so I want to apologize to everybody. That was me that did not deliver on time. Uh, I will do better. I promise. If you're yeah, hearing we'll this, I've already done better. So. <laughs> things have already yeah. improved um yeah we will get a little better about I mean our hours and like how we're working where we're working and get a little better recording uh schedule schedule's the word I'm looking for yeah. there so we are going to skip an episode of sneaking out after dark one of our many episodes so you will not see one before this episode we're just going to go back to back and get back on track so we don't fall behind mm-hmm. and yeah next week we'll have another one for you so we'll see you there <laughs> yeah well I just got back from vacation uh I took yeah, where did you boys go? oh man we had so much fun I took my boys and then two of my very very good friends and their one-year-old we all drove to um essentially to Galveston like we stayed in Crystal Beach which is really near Galveston we got a beach house we didn't do anything like we didn't have a schedule we didn't have a plan. We did nothing, which is exactly what all of the adults wanted to just Sounds go wonderful. to the beach. Oh man, it was. <laughs> so all we did was we went on the beach. We ate a ton of junk food. We slept in when we could. It was really nice to just be able Excellent. to hang out. And then we got home. Well, okay. That beach house had, um, you know, all the Galveston houses are on stilts. So it was like up on stilts. And had a huge porch with like a lot of um, really comfy, like big wooden chairs. And so we could just stay out there and like chat with each other and have a good time. And I got home and immediately was like, oh man, it's just me. Like the kids have gone to bed. I don't have like a porch with an ocean right outside to just sit (laughs) and chat with friends. Like, oh man, Uh, I, I do love being home, but. Yeah, that was so nice to just, yeah. I don't know, not do much of anything. You have to get one of those like noise machines with the waves and put it on the porch and just sit out there and close your eyes. Maybe your feet in the kiddie pool. It'll, yeah. it'll work. Yeah, <laughs> we could do it. We tried that whipped cream challenge. Have you What's seen the this? Cream? No, I haven't seen that challenge. <laughs> you put like, like the squirty whipped cream, you put it on <laughs> your hand or like on the back of your wrist. And um, then you like slap your hand and the whipped cream goes up in the air and you're supposed to catch it in your mouth, huh. <laughs> which. How did that work out? <laughs> I, I don't know if they've made up, my friends have made up their fake names yet. I can't remember, but uh, the husband was good at it. He could do it. 
I think yeah. he did it twice. Wife, pretty good. I think she got it at least once. I am incapable. So <laughs> I managed, the only time I actually like got it off my arm, well, one time I got it on my shirt. The other time I got it like directly in my eye. <laughs> whipped cream patch. So like whipped cream to the eye. My 10 year old um, never got it in his mouth, but like did pretty good. Like he got uh-huh. the concept and like was pretty close. And my four-year-old <laughs> was the cutest because he just could not understand you need to slap your arm and make uh-huh. the whipped cream like fly in the air. He just consistently slapped the whipped cream. So, <laughs> <laughs> so every time it was his turn, he just slapped it. Whipped cream went everywhere. They had to go, we had to go like clean the porch afterward. We were like, oh, we're going to have ants and birds. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Too funny. And then we came home and got back in the swing of things. And now we're back at work. We're back at school. Spring break is over. It's sad that it ended, but good to have you back. Yeah, glad to be home. Do you want to introduce our actual topic? Yes. Yeah, so now that we're back, um, we kind of thought it'd be fun to talk about the old quizzes you used to take in magazines and the Mad Libs. Because, I, I mean, th- there's not much to do when you were a kid in the, the 90s. So, you know, we would just, we always just like to go to each other's house, hang out and look through magazines, play oh, video yeah. games and stuff. And we always took the quizzes to see, like, are you compatible with so-and-so? And, you know. Oh, my gosh. Those quizzes were always <laughs> so terrible. And, like, even they as still a kid, are. you knew they were terrible. Like, you knew they weren't real. It's like re- reading your horoscope. Like, yeah. you know it's not real, but you're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we were thinking about kind of the the uh, evolution of how those quizzes went. And we figure that we probably started with Mad Libs as soon as we could, like, write. Like, you know, like, first grade, second grade, where you kind of knew what, like, an adverb and a noun were. Yeah. Which I... And you fill out the little, like, story and yeah. things like that. That was always fun. I still that like doing those, fun. like, on uh, road trips and stuff. Yeah. 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 The whole they car always involved. were on the little, like, notepad of Mad Libs. Mm-hmm. And then by the time we were, like, preteen-ish, it changed into, like, 17 magazine quizzes. Yeah. And they were all... They were dumb. Yeah. They were dumb. Like, does that boy and like we, you? Yeah, who gives a it shit? It was never that girl. <laughs> it was never that girl. It was always, does that boy, how could you do this to get a boy to notice you? Like, no. It doesn't but work. We still did them all. In reverse. It doesn't work in reverse. Like, you do no. the stuff to get a boy to notice you, it's different than <laughs> what you need to get a girl <laughs> right. to notice you. It's like, um. oh. Yeah, what were, I wish we could think of some of them. I tried Googling some while we were getting ready for this and I really couldn't find anything great. I mean, we didn't have digital cameras back then so no one was taking a picture of yeah. the stupid quizzes. I shouldn't say stupid. Somebody wrote those and was trying their best, but like, yeah. you know, Well, uh, now that it's all clickbait, you know, like you scroll right. through Facebook and be like, find out your personality type and things like that. Like, Well, that's true. Are you an autumn color person or a spring color person yeah stuff like that I do follow a tiktok that's finding people's colors (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah so it went from like mad libs to 17 magazine to like cosmo by high school yeah maybe early college although i feel like by college like we weren't reading magazines there was too much other stuff to do 
Yeah, no. Yeah, like Cosmo in high school. Remember how they used to cover, like at Walmart in the checkout line, they would cover Cosmo's like actual cover. They would cover it with a piece of plastic. So like people couldn't see the words because it would always be like sex quiz. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember that part. But I, I never was looking at the, the magazines like that. I kind of liked the National Geographic and kind of the nerdy magazines, I guess, back in the day. But I still like to, as far as uh, reading, I, I like to read about different uh, subjects. And I usually fall to the scientific or the biology or, you know, zoology or something like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that animal existed or, you know, right. whatever. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your dad your dad had like every national geographic yeah my parents got that as a wedding gift in 74 i think is when they got yeah. married and they got one every month plus all the special ones until well into the 2000s 2010 maybe yeah and you know what's weird eventually my mom was like i can't keep thousands of these like even though we reread them all the time they were mm-hmm. super interesting but she was like we can't keep thousands like she was just done with them we couldn't find and no one wanted them like we ended up throwing them away oh, <laughs> because wow. yeah i mean you couldn't donate them like I, nobody wanted them but yeah we had millions it felt like took up shelves and shelves yeah i just remember your parents in your oklahoma house having like a floor to ceiling like bookshelves and oh, yeah. 90% was National Geographic. It was just like the sea of yellow spines. Oh, we had so many. Um, yeah, we had all of the National Geographics. We had two sets of encyclopedias. Yeah. And then just a ton of books. Like we're, we're all readers. Yeah, that was a cool little library we had. Uh, so after, after Cosmo, I think by then we had MySpace. Yeah. Remember all the MySpace quizzes? Oh, they were, they were like 90% of your online life. <laughs> <laughs> oh they were so much like what did you have for breakfast last tuesday nobody read those why were we filling those out no i don't think i read anyone's ever maybe if you had like a crush on them or something yeah. you would read theirs but well i mean think about it it's the same as like filling out a magazine you never like really show anybody unless you're doing it together like we did right yeah and we were talking about this before we started that i don't think any of our guy friends they either were completely uninterested in those magazines or we just never read those quizzes around them. I don't know. Because I don't remember any of our guy friends ever. They weren't hanging out with us, I guess, in the same way. Yeah. They were like more of our activity buddies. Yeah. Know? Well, but, and I guess you and I spent the night quite a bit. Yeah. We, we probably read those like, then. yeah, like in the evening and stuff. And our guy friends weren't around yeah. nearly as much at that time. But yeah, I don't know. I wish I could remember. So, you know, I probably have some, to be honest. <laughs> I probably have some 90s magazines hidden around here somewhere. Yeah. So if you find you them, think... post a picture. Oh, <laughs> with all your absolutely. I want to see your answers. <laughs> I'm sure they were mostly B, whatever, whatever they <laughs> mostly B. So if you think back to those kinds of quizzes and like just the genre of how you think those quizzes were kind of girly, like preparing you to be women, I think was their intent. Anyway, do you feel like either of us ever fell into any of those categories? No. No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> I I never uh I never picked whether or not I was a, a fall colors person or a spring oh. colors person. I always I wore a black t shirt. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Which color flannel is gonna match me? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't how about you? 
Oh, I completely agree. I think we, those quizzes did a lot of like sort of hyper feminine things. Like they were trying to make it even more feminine and Mm -hmm. neither one of us particularly cares to be a very feminine person. Yeah, Um, no. Neither one of us really wears makeup to speak of. No. Neither one of us does elaborate hairstyles. Like we probably brush it here and there, but like we're not doing elaborate braids or like we're not wearing heels. We don't really care that our clothing our skirt matches our whatever like I don't know and that's how I think of those quizzes they may have Mm -hmm. been different but like that's how I remember them yeah that's how I remember them too I I never had this picture of like what feminine was I've always felt very feminine in a way um even though you look at me and you're like you're told tomboy or you're butch or whatever but like I wear my pearls every day you know Mm -hmm. I wear like like a hat every day so I don't do my hair but I still feel very feminine, you know? Uh, see, I think that I like- I don't have that. No? I don't think I've ever felt, I don't know. I, I've been thinking about this a lot because um, we have transgender friends and just trans people are in the news a lot and, uh, and are in a lot of the social media that I consume, uh-huh. you know? And I don't get at all what any of them are saying. What people are saying about like, oh, I just knew I felt feminine as a child, whether they were uh-huh. assigned female or male at birth, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, they just knew that. I never felt that. Is that like a thing? You just feel yeah. like you feel like a girl? Yeah. I think that people, I mean, maybe you're discovering that maybe you're more by not like non-binary. I mean, as a kid, I definitely told everyone I was a boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've never. But do you feel, well, let's dive into this. This is interesting. I'm going to hijack the conversation here. This was not on our agenda. This is not on our agenda, but I want to, I'm interested. Do you feel like maybe you're just kind of neutral? Like you don't really feel feminine or like a man? Like, I guess, because I don't know what either of those things would feel like. Yeah. Do you, what, how do you feel about your pronouns? Uh, I hate all pronouns. I'm super uncomfortable with people listing them in their bios, uh, which I know is like the thing to do right now, but hmm I feel like it, you could end up making someone uncomfortable and forcing them to sort of come out and I don't know I'm, I'm real on the fence with that like obviously you want to be pro trans people and like be supportive of them but like I'm super nervous like I would hate to have to list pronouns because I don't know what I would mm-hmm. put and part of that might not be just my like gender I think part of that's my just like general obstinance <laughs> yeah but well I can I can I see know. how that makes sense how you wouldn't want anybody, including yourself, to have to put that at a certain right. point. Definitely like, feel like it should be optional. Yeah, because, I mean, you would have to recognize that, like, people feel a certain way about their gender, and I think you respect that, but you wouldn't want them to have to put something. Right. So I say somebody... say they are feeling non-binary, but they feel like, well, now I have to put something, and I don't want people to know I'm non-binary, so now right. I'm just going to put put she, her, or he, him. Yeah. I wouldn't want anyone to feel like pigeonholed into lying, mm -hmm. like being untrue or having to announce something they weren't ready to announce. Yeah. I don't know. Plus they, them just seems weird to me. Like if if I were applying it to myself anyway, Uh um, because I don't feel like they, I don't know. I guess my answer is I don't have a damn clue what any of it means when it's in relation to myself. (laughs) There you go. I'm cool with everyone else. But I yeah. have no idea. I have no yeah. idea. Like I, I, I do. I know that you do respect um, other people's pronouns, and if they say like, "Oh, they, them," 
is my pronoun, then, uh, or my pronouns, then you use that. Oh yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem weird to me and other people at all. Like I for sure use whatever they're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. So yeah, maybe I don't have whatever that thing is that makes you feel like particularly, this is the same way I feel about having a sense of direction. I have no (laughs) innate sense of direction. I can't tell North from South. I cannot do it. And my mom thinks I'm nuts because she apparently can like feel it. Like it's like internal somehow. And I don't have that either. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe there's just stuff missing from inside my brain. I don't know. I have a hard time with like North, South, East, West. I'm like, tell me left or right. Like, <laughs> but do you feel if, like you if have the a sun's place, not like, out? I have world? no clue. Do you so, know yeah. where you are, like in the world? Like, if you were somewhere, do you know, like, oh, okay, like this part of town is to my left? Like, maybe I have a general direction. Yeah. If I know where I am and you're like, okay, I'm in Houston, I'm on the West Side, we're at the park, and you tell me, like, oh it's downtown I know from the park where downtown was like if you face the street you're facing downtown that's true I had that if I'm in a very familiar place then I can tell what directions what and where things are once I'm familiar like when I first moved to Chicago I I didn't even know there wasn't an east side of Chicago you know what I mean like (laughs) yeah I I guess I mean I sort of have that too if I'm familiar and I know where it is then yeah, I have a general idea, but like, apparently it's a thing to have just sort of an innate, not necessarily no like true North, but yeah, just kind of no. Anyway, I've now hijacked again. Uh, we were talking about gender and I don't know that I have one of those either. I am very confused about <laughs> everything, about everything. Don't call me he, I can tell you that. Uh, there you go. Yeah. So whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I need more information. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we're always like discovering things about ourselves and that things are very fluid. And I think that like, you know, there's people... new words all the time too. Yeah. And I think that's great. I think that anytime yeah. you can feel comfortable with yourself and in a, um, a social environment, you know, like mm-hmm. if you feel like non-binary and someone keeps calling you a certain gender, right? Mm. If people keep calling you a certain gender, it can make you feel uncomfortable because right. you don't really feel that way but then you don't feel comfortable with the other gender so like you're right. kind of neutral so I feel like people should be comfortable in all like situations yeah absolutely and so I do wish we had I'm language. happy that this is kind oh, yeah. of a movement now me too I, I wish we had more gender neutral language in general you know we don't have a great I don't know I'm trying to think of an example and like offhand I can't but like yeah I don't know I don't think our language is is well set up to just be like gender either neutral or like inclusive like we're just not great at it but we're getting better because i i can relate when someone misgenders you a lot because i get called sir all the time yeah i get sir a lot i don't feel like a sir and it like hurts my feelings because i remember being a little kid walking into the restroom with my sister at i think a theme park somewhere it might have been disneyland Mm -hmm. and one of the maintenance people looked at me and said woman and my sister looked at her and said yes woman which is funny because like, nothing about so you has crushed. ever yeah I don't think you've ever looked particular like I've never looked at you and thought male I do have a good friend we have a good friend who's trans who I've always thought was male 
mm-hmm. even when they were female presenting and some other friends like that too but i've yeah i never thought you looked like a boy short hair long hair i don't know it just doesn't yeah it, and it, it really is a, a problem like it really hurts i was at a place in new york and it since uh shut down since the pandemic it was like the seafood restaurant we would go there we'd people watch eat oysters on half shell drink whatever one night i went to the restroom and i was by myself in the restroom and the waitress comes in and she's like excuse me sir you can't be in here this is the woman's room and i'm like no i'm female and she left and then the male manager came into the restroom and i could see him through the crack and i was like what the hell and i said no i'm female get the fuck out yeah I I was so I was so angry because like I had already stated to the waitress that I was female. That should have been the end of it. Even if somebody was like, "Oh, I think that was a guy who walked in there." And so I went out and I confronted the manager and I got in his face and I was like, "Do I look like a dude?" And he was like so apologetic. I mean, we ended up getting our whole like ticket comp that night. Well, yeah. Um, but I was so upset at that because I was like, who? Who won? I wanted to know who thought I was male. They said it was a customer. I was like, that's fine. And then I said, so a waitress came came in and I told her I was female. And then you came in. Right. And I thought that was beyond ridiculous. Yes. And so I remember just being so crushed at that, that even me saying, no, I'm female from behind the stall, that it wasn't taken. You're not being listened to. Yeah. So I could imagine if I was someone who was transgender and went in to the bathroom to use the restroom and then said, no, I'm female or no, I'm male, how crushing that would be to them. Yeah. And well, how- especially because you're already so on edge and public and like worried or anxious or nervous if you were had been a trans person who was worried. Yeah. And then, yeah, to go in there and yeah, I mean, come on. First yeah. of all, why? do we have I know this is a bigger debate and I know my don't mesh with anyone's but whatever but who the hell care I do not care one bit if a man is in the bathroom with me Mm-mm. I just don't care yeah. I mean are you gonna wash your hands <laughs> are you gonna wash your hands exactly we need all hand I care police. about I don't care if it's an individual stall where like mm-hmm. you're the only one in there like that's great privacy is nice yeah but I also don't care yeah. Although I will also use men's rooms and, and no one. Okay. I had two thoughts. One, I, I will go in men's rooms. And the last one I went into was at a pharmacy and like the women's room was like somebody was in there and I think they were in there with their kid. And my first thought was like, oh, they're going to be in there for like a minute. And so I'm like, well, I'm just going in the men's room. And it was so filthy. I walked right back out. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. I'm not going in there. It was too disgusting. But the other thought I had is I almost never get served if someone will look at me. If they actually yeah. look at me, I don't typically get served. But if, and I think part of it's our presence because <laughs> they're sort of a no nonsense. Like I'm not meek, neither are you. Mm-hmm. We're not rude. I, I mean, I would never be intentionally rude to somebody in public. Yeah. But I think people sense somebody comes up to you with a purpose and if they don't look at me, I almost always get served. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe it's just like a presence thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that is. But usually they will say it and then look up and be like, oh, and then they're flustered. And now that my hair is short and I wear a hat a lot, it's even worse. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let's, uh, uh, this is a bigger topic. We'll have to put this on another 
day. But yeah. Anyway, let's get back to our lighter topic that we had planned. Yeah. For today. Again, we told you in the first episode we have ADD. Yeah. Like old best friends. So we're going to like go off on tangents. Right. It's just, this is life. Welcome to the party. Right. Uh, so we will dive into that in another episode in different ways when we're thinking about it. But okay, so one of the things we thought we would do today is in honor of like those old 17 magazine quizzes, we would do a how well do we know each other quiz and see if we pass. Actually, I don't even know if there's answer if there's like, there's no passing. These are just random questions, but I'm going to ask some and then why don't we answer for each other and then tell each other if we're right. okay what do you think okay uh i'm gonna start with did i have a favorite restaurant as a child oh and see we didn't go out to eat with each other a lot we typically went with our like our own families so i'm not sure either of us will know the answer to this oh yeah i mean we always kind of ate your your family's good cook my family's were good cooks yeah um i remember like gin joe's general joe's in houston we went there quite a bit but I don't know if that was your favorite because it was right near Video Central. Was that the place with the giant fish tanks? Yes. You I did love that was, place. That was so good. So yeah. I would say we went there a lot. And then uh, Dairy Queen with the mudslide blizzard. Oh man, those were good. Yeah. I probably haven't had one of those since we lived in Texas. I did have another favorite was Chafalaya. I loved chafalaya and it was way across town like I, you probably never came there with us i i don't remember that one yeah usually it was like cajun food uh-huh. um and so usually if i was going to pick like where i got to pick like for my birthday dinner or whatever i would usually pick chafalaya i have no idea what your favorites would have been probably the same i like general right? joe's um when we did have fast food it was a lot of chinese or pizza um yeah but yeah i like general joe's a lot that was really it was good. good it was really good yeah. Okay, let me go on. I'm going to find question number two. When did I learn to ride a bicycle? We were riding bikes. I think we learned after you. I think I was like maybe six when I like really started to right. ride my bike, maybe seven, like and be good at it. Yeah. Um, I remember my I uncle uh, teaching us in the backyard and like holding the back of the seat and then running with us <laughs> and then like falling in the grass several times because we didn't understand balance. This is important. <laughs> we did not have big backyards, not big enough to be riding bicycles. <laughs> <laughs> well, we uh, started all the way at the fence and ours was kind of on the long side and we'd go all the way. We had a swing set on the other side and we'd uh-huh. go all the way to the swing set and hopefully stop before we hit it. <laughs> I was six my parents did the same thing you know okay you have the driveway in your front door and you have that like a little tiny sidewalk that goes like from the driveway to the front door they were making me ride on that and so they would stand at each end and I mean it's like three bicycle links it's not far enough and finally I was like guys I cannot balance like we're, you're too close you've got to let me go in the street or the driveway or something and they finally agreed and I I could do it at that point but yeah I thought yeah. it was cute they were like okay we'll just stand here on each end like 15 feet apart we'll, <laughs> we'll stand and see if you with your I had one of those um uh what were they banana seat bikes yeah oh I remember that one you had like yeah. a banana seat bike I think it was, um, it was strawberry shortcake I had a strawberry yes, shortcake it was strawberry shortcake banana yeah, yeah banana seat oh man uh my 
now four-year-old has been able to ride a bike with no training wheels uh since around his third birthday oh wow yeah he he's got great balance i remember he was on that little like hoverboard oh yeah he can ride a hoverboard he can oh, yeah. he has incredible balance he yeah. had um our next door neighbors gave us a balance bike so the bikes that like don't have any pedals Mm-hmm. Um, when he was around two, they gave us one of they gave us the one that they had used, and he rode that forever. And then for Christmas a couple of years ago, I got him a regular bike, and I just never put the training wheels on it. Wow. He has no problem. He can stand up and ride it. He can put his feet up and do tricks. He can do all sorts of stuff. Oh, it's incredible. Awesome. But yeah, we were definitely six at least. Yeah, yeah. six. Six. I. I might have. I might have learned after you so it might have been i was closer to seven uh did you have a kid bike i don't remember if you had like a no i went to a pretty i mean i was kind of on the tall side so i went to like a smaller like adult bike kind of quick i remember having a banana seat with training wheels and then once i learned to ride that then it turned into like a little um like mountain bike a kid's mountain bike or a small adult one so i had one stolen from your house once yeah, we got all of our bikes stolen that day. We like put them on the front porch. Was it all, th- not... all three of us? Yeah, remember okay. we like we rode yeah, up. Yeah, because we, we drove around. Yeah. yeah, we put them on the front porch. Uh-huh. And then I think you went to go home and we opened up the door and the, like all our bikes, bikes were stolen off the front porch. And our par- front porch wasn't like street facing. There was like no, a, it was uh, covered. Yeah, we had our roof come down in front of the house. And so yeah. you could only see the front porch by these little like pass through like window things windows. Yeah. yeah. So I, I have a theory. I think somebody saw us like right up there and then waited mm-hmm. a few minutes and like stole them almost immediately. Which is funny because our neighbors were our friends. Like our neighbors were all nice people. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, I, I remember that I went outside, I was going to ride my bike home and our bikes were gone. And since they were all gone. So I went back in cause I was like, Oh, pop put our bikes like in a garage. Like he must've been like, Oh, they left them out and yeah. put them all up. And I went in there and pop was like, Nope. Yeah. We were like, <laughs> I didn't put them up. Move our bikes. And he's like, no. Like, yeah. So yeah, yeah, we drove around and around and around just to see if somebody was like riding them or whatever, but we never found them. Yeah. Yeah. That was that so was disappointing. Because our neighborhood was very much a leave your crap in the yard kind of neighborhood and yeah. just clean it up by night, you know, so like nobody took yeah. it overnight. But yeah, that was super disappointing. Yeah, I think that was, was my, of our my first experience with life's not fair. <laughs> yeah, and we got new bikes. I mean, our families yeah. got us new ones, but yeah, I think by my yeah. birthday that year, they had gotten me a um, the bigger um, mountain bike. I remember it was like red, so Oh, nice. Yeah. And um, we were probably going to outgrow those bikes anyway, but yeah, yeah, it was super disappointing to be like, what, who, who took our bikes? This is, you couldn't see them. Like you had to come up on the porch. Like that was, that took balls. Yeah. Um, Okay. So what is my Zodiac sign? We just talked about this. (laughs) You are a Libra. I am a Libra. And you're a Libra to the T. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't make a decision to save my life uh well that's not true actually that's not true i cannot make a decision without weighing every possible thing and (laughs) wearing everyone out by talking about every potential outcome to all my friends are like just pick something um but then once i decide done decision has been made we're done yep (laughs) uh you 
are not an Aries, which I always think you are, but yeah. you are a Taurus. I am a Taurus, but I'm on the, the Aries bull. cusp. Yeah. So, so oh. how about me? Am I am I a pretty true to life Taurus? I mean, I don't think the negatives. Well, are they even negatives? So, like the the theory behind that, right, is the bull, right? So you're yeah. like bullheaded. I don't bullheaded, necessarily stubborn, right? I don't necessarily think you take that too uh, too far. I don't think you're bullheaded to like not like to your own detriment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, yeah, you're stubborn. I mean, yeah, you're gonna dig in if you think it's the right thing to do. Yeah, for sure. It, it, I think with me, it's a positive and a negative. It's really positive because when I have a goal, I do everything in my yes. power to reach that goal. Like I yes. do not let anything stop me. I push through. No. I find and ways you hold on to, to a ground for years. Yes. I mean, if it takes years to get to it, you will continually work at that goal until yeah. you're there. Yeah, so I think that's a good thing. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, unlike most stereotypical Tauruses, they uh, they tend not to want to compromise. I like compromise. I think that it keeps mm-hmm. the peace. I feel like when you're compromising with somebody, you know where they stand, and that always right. puts me at ease. So I feel like if I know where you stand, I can trust you, and trust is really big for Taurus. Yeah. So, um, and once we lose that trust, like, good luck getting it back. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. It can be, you know, both positive and negative. Yeah, I think, yeah, I never think of you as like bullheaded, but you're right. I wasn't thinking in terms of like being able to get to a goal, Mm -hmm. um, which is definitely a positive and something I've always admired about you because you will get there versus like, I might forget I had that goal. (laughs) Even if it was an important one, I might be like, oh, well, whatever. But you'll actually get there (laughs) in the end (laughs) Um, and you'll do it well. Like you'll get there. Yeah. I feel like uh, also as a Taurus, I don't like to be rushed. I like to do things at my own pace. I feel like maybe it's because I feel like I I do it better at my own pace. If I feel rushed, I always feel like I forget things. And I do. Like if I, if I have so many things going on, I just have to get something done. I might skip over something I'm reading and and not fully comprehend because I'm trying to rush through it. Um, But if I work at my own pace, I'm meticulous and I'm, you know, ready to get there. So Okay, how about this? What's my favorite flavor of ice cream? Oh, yes. (laughs) You're way more certain than I am. (laughs) No, um, (laughs) I think, oh man, I'm going to go chocolate. Okay, this is kind of a trick question. Rocky Road? No, I like the toppings. Oh, yeah. Like my favorite ice cream, yeah, is like uh, my favorite ice cream is whatever kind of ice cream underneath, but I want like hot fudge and caramel on top. Mm-hmm. or peanut butter like whatever it is just put some toppings on there so I don't care yeah I do like chocolate quite a bit I like chocolate even more as a kid now I've gotten old it gives me heartburn oh that sucks chocolate gives me heartburn yeah lame you're more adventurous than I am mm-hmm. so you're for sure gonna go for something that's got like nuts in it which I don't like or uh-huh. yeah like rocky road or like praline or yeah. like mint chocolate chip like mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to so, be more adventurous than me. So when I would go to Baskin Robbins, uh-huh. you're exactly right. I would do the world-class chocolate scoop <laughs> with a mint chocolate chip scoop. Okay. Yeah. And that's because I couldn't pick one flavor and they would get you, me two. All of us would really, but you're willing to like try them all. Like the tiny spoon. Oh, you're willing yeah. to tiny spoon them. Whereas I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't just let me pick one. Like put yeah. some Oreos in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
as I got older, there's two flavors that I never thought I would like really get into. And that's green tea. And then the red bean, like the Asian ice creams. Oh yeah. Those are so good. I've never tried uh, the red bean. I've had like matcha green tea and I like it if I'm in the mood, but like, it doesn't go well with caramel and hot fudge. (laughs) So I never, I'm not usually in the mood. (laughs) What would go good with green tea ice cream? I mean, whipped cream maybe on top or like a marshmallow. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like something white. Okay. How about this? What is your ice cream truck order? Oh, as a kid, I loved like the Ninja Turtle one with the gumball eyes. Okay. Okay. I totally can see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a kid. Were, weren't you like the bomb pop? Well, I was going to say, I have so much anxiety. <laughs> like <laughs> Being able to pick an ice cream at the ice cream truck, I still panic. As an adult, I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> what do I like? I have no idea. So yeah, I would get bomb pops, which I don't even know if I love. I, I don't even know if I like them. I think it was just the would, first thing on the menu. Right. I like the cookie sandwiches again, because yeah. I like the toppings. So mm-hmm. like I want to eat the cookie or like drumsticks, yeah. you know, like the mm-hmm. like good drumsticks. Ooh, but yeah, no, so I good. would right get up there and absolutely panic, like holding my sweaty dollar, you know, <laughs> whatever, because I I could not decide. I was always afraid I was gonna regret my decision. Yeah. yeah. Hello, anxiety as a child. Undiagnosed anxiety <laughs> as a child. Well, do you remember like we would listen for the ice cream truck like in the oh, backyard yeah. or at the park? And like when we'd hear it, we'd immediately either run outside or run to the curb just so it wouldn't pass us by. Because yeah. there's a couple of times that like we chased down the ice cream truck. Yes, we were those children. And yeah, I mean, just the anticipation, you hear it during the summer, you'd be like, yeah, yeah. it's coming. And then you get there, you'd be like, uh, bomb pop. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Shit. I don't know. Give me something. My kids and the neighbor kids can do that. They will hear one note, one <laughs> far away note and immediately, and kids don't carry around money anymore. So none yeah. of the kids have any money. So they have to run to us to find the parents and be like, give us money. So all the parents, the second any of us hear the ice cream truck, all the parents get up and go inside because we all have to go look for cash. <laughs> I mean, my kids never have money. I don't think any of the neighbor kids ever have like just dollars in their pocket, you know? Yeah. I remember, yeah. you know, we get our allowance and uh, we'd carry that around, you know, it'd be like, the I think my first allowance was like $5, you know? So it was like a week worth of ice cream in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I quit my allowance as a kid. And because you know me, you will not be surprised that I quit. I I rallied <laughs> for a raise. I tried to get a raise. I gave all the reasons I thought I should have a raise. And my parents said no. They stuck to their guns. They were giving me some paltry amount. And I quit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonder my parents were, thank yeah. God they were who they were because yeah. other people. And, and I, again, never hateful about it. Just like, okay, I see that you did not like, like if I'd had a PowerPoint at age eight, I'd have given a PowerPoint. You would have. All the reasons I should have had a raise and they didn't go for it. And honestly, I'm sure I still had to do the chores. Probably it was just me doing the chores and not getting paid. But (laughs) in my mind, I took a stand. (laughs) (laughs) But I think after that, I remember your dad would do like, he'd hand you a 20, like go get something. And then like let you keep, keep the, change. the change. Yeah. Yeah. But and if you like a five dollar, do, 
item yeah. and he'd just give you 20 bucks to, so you'd have cash you know and he'd have us truck. like wash and wax his truck mm-hmm. and like do bigger yeah. chores do you remember the time he paid us to saw the hot tub in half i kind of remember y'all getting rid of it but i don't i don't particularly remember that okay hold hold on let me refresh you um because it was horrific it's probably and, traumatic yeah it was traumatic okay dad was like i'll give you it was like a couple hundred bucks or whatever and we were adults we were like college age you lived in tulsa he was like i'll oh, give you yeah yes to take chainsaws and go out there and, and you and i being 19 year old girls we were like well it's hot outside let's put on our shorts and our tank tops and put on some alanis morissette and <laughs> we went out there with the chainsaws and started and we were not five minutes into that before the fiberglass got uh-huh. like all into our skin and we oh, had yeah. to run we ran to my mom we showered together like yeah. because we that was a common occurrence like that wasn't weird we should just oh yeah i know that, that like, wasn't very weird like uh, since we grew uh, up together like we would always like shower and like pose off because we were muddy or whatever together so that oh, yeah, was like yeah. kind of like we didn't even think twice no um, yeah, I remember us running and my mom's, yeah. my parents' bathroom was the closest, like mine was upstairs. So yeah. we like ran and we ended up, I think, I think we eventually figured out we had to take a cold shower because yeah. we needed it to like, I don't know. And I, just I don't remember that as a hot tub, but I remember that happening. Yeah. It was the hot tub in the back porch because the porch had been screened in. Uh huh. My dad needed that, all those pieces to be smaller. He needed them to be yeah. like cut into manageable so he could like get them to the out the door and to the top of the driveway or however he was having it removed yeah but yeah oh I remember that I still like I'm itching now thinking about it that was such a dumb move and he knew he knew we were gonna go out there in shorts and tank tops Uh uh-huh he knew (laughs) and he did he stop us and say girls why don't you put on some jeans no (laughs) he did not he didn't I'm sure he thought that was hilarious (laughs) Like oh, they're going to earn this $200. Yeah. <laughs> oh. okay, what, are, what are the questions? Well, I, my next one's super controversial. Uh-oh. Are you ready? Um, we've already <laughs> discussed trans rights, gender. This is really hitting hard. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Does pineapple belong on pizza? No. <laughs> I can answer that in a heartbeat. Pineapple <laughs> does not in any shape, form, circles nuggets slivers juice whatever belong on a pizza it's what about mandarin oranges no why (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay i am super passionate about this because (laughs) and like this is a debate that i will have with pizza it's there's two debates pineapple and whether or not you square cut it square cutting is a sin it's it's a round object okay (laughs) what if it's tatino's no like dollar no. square pizzas. Well, if it's They're okay, so good the only, the only time you can square cut a pizza is if it's Detroit style, or even if it's not, if it is a square, if it is a round. I mean, would you square cut a pie? No, no, you'd no. slice it. You'd have the slice. So wait, wait. Triangles. Do people square cut round pizzas? Yes, it's. So I guess they do. I've seen them do that. Yeah, no, that's so, horrible. So my just cut it in pie shape. My girlfriend would eat pineapple and pizza and square cut. Well, I mean, it's it's weird. Okay, I, I'm I have less very passionate about passionate. these topics than you are. Very passionate. Um, I don't particularly like pineapple and pizza. Like, I wouldn't order it. 
I like cheese, like plain cheese pizza. Mm -hmm. I'm real boring with pizza or pepperoni. Um, But like, I'll eat one occasionally if it's not like, you know, when work and they order 20 pizzas, Mm -hmm. I'll eat a piece of it. And I've had mandarin orange on pizza, which really just kind of tastes a lot like pine. It's just like weird sweetness in your pizza. But definitely I, I was joking that that would be a controversial question. I didn't know you were so passionate. I am passionate. <laughs> I had a whole debate recently when I was out of town about <laughs> the square cut too. I mean, how our business is doing weird. that? Like who's square cutting round pizza? It's, I think it's a Chicago thing. Um, um, I never encountered it. I came from Texas. I lived in New York where nobody square cuts because they're sane. Oh. <laughs> And I, I guess it makes sense if you have a big event and it's a big party, it's called a party cut, you know, to do the little squares. But what do you grab onto? It's like toppings and then your, your hands get all messy. You There's no handle, you know. I like the New York slice where you fold it in half, make it into a sandwich, shove it in your face. Very yeah. passionate. What are your thoughts about ranch on pizza? I'm down for ranch on pizza. I'm down for ranch on most things. Me too, if it's restaurant ranch. Mm, yeah. I cannot stand home ranch unless it's the kind you mix that like powder yeah ranch that you mix with like yogurt or sour cream or whatever mm-hmm. I'm getting hungry <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah but I don't like ranch out of a bottle at home like any of the brands I don't like any of them okay um let's see okay this is an important one because I feel like it's applicable to real life over the last few years mm-hmm. how long would we survive in a zombie apocalypse Ooh, you're pretty resourceful i'd say you'd you'd survive like a long time here's the thing with me i think i'm either immediately dying like like off the charts immediately dying Uh or gonna live for a while like i don't think i'm the middle of the road here yeah and i think you are off the bat doing well and like like you're gonna adapt to it before i do and you're gonna survive (laughs) If I'm like away on a trip when the zombie apocalypse happens and can like have a couple hours to wrap my head around it, we're doing good. (laughs) But if it catches me off guard, no, dying immediately. But I think you, even if it caught you off guard, I think you would be like, okay, I can do this. And you would just do it. (laughs) What would your strategy be? Ooh, so I've thought a lot about this. I'm not surprised. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I would get into the woods, get into nature as fast as possible because okay. I feel like I could survive out there. Are, do you have like a go bag already? No, but I have enough resources that I could gather quickly and I already have my backpack uh, from hiking and stuff. I would just throw yeah. everything in there, my water filtration, because I already have those things to survive in the woods. Um, well, I would just throw all that together camp. and get out. Right. You camp anyway like Uh hike and camp and stuff so the thought that you would kind of know where those things are in your apartment and be able to like Mm -hmm. throw them together really quickly yeah yeah um I also usually have like a couple canned goods on hand soups and stuff that I could like get so till I could get more food so I feel like I would be able to adapt very quickly into like you know that nomadic environment yeah and I feel like I'm resourceful enough to like you know, hide out a little bit and kind of like isolate until I can like figure out what's going on and then try to get to my sisters in Tennessee, okay. see, see how they're doing. I like um, it. Okay. And then, yeah, 
just carve out a little piece, piece of land and fortify and um, go from there until we can figure out like how society's doing. That's my plan. My plan is that I'm going to have to team up with other people. Yeah. I I'll swing by Oklahoma first. Up. Yeah. Swing by here first and grab us because, yeah. uh, yeah, I am delicate. <laughs> I need bug spray, uh, like a bad mosquito bite. Not only am I going to need antibiotics, but it's going to so derail my brain from the itchiness that I can't function. So yeah. like, I'm really not cut out for deep woods adventures. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, it's just not going to happen. Some texture would come up that I would have to touch and I wouldn't be able to go on. <laughs> it, it just would be bad. But yeah, I think if I could immediately tag myself on to people who knew what they were doing enough that I could then think, then, mm-hmm. then I'd be fine. Like I can make a plan. I can get stuff together. If zombie apocalypse has happened, I'm breaking into stores. Mm-hmm. I'm stealing stuff from pharmacies. I'm doing all the things because like morality code, like it's gone at that point, right? Like we can, oh, yeah. we can do whatever, but yeah, I don't think I can do it alone. I'm pretty capable. Like I can get my kids somewhere safe. You know, I can tell them what to do. Like we're going to be good, but yeah, I need like Benadryl to be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, Cause the second an itch happens, I'll be like, well, I'm out of commission now. <laughs> my brain has stopped working. Excellent. But can we make a pact that like if one of us becomes a zombie and we're together that we just take the other one out immediately and don't let that person turn into a zombie? Because I don't want to be a zombie. If I'm going to die, I don't want to be a zombie. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I I don't either. I don't want my kids seeing me be a zombie. Mm -hmm. I mean, if there's some sort of like safe way to keep me as a zombie pet or something, cool. Yeah. But I don't want to attack people. I don't really (laughs) want to eat people. Yeah. That sounds unlike me <laughs> i'm not chasing people down i slow walk i got the slow yeah. walk down but yeah just yeah well i have a follow-up question to this sure if you think that so say a zombie apocalypse happened would they be the fast zombies or would they be the slow zombies i really want them to be slow zombies mm-hmm. i want them to be it's slow good. and dumb because yeah. i feel like i could i could outrun you if you're slow and stupid <laughs> but if you're fast and very smart like I'm not getting anywhere <laughs> so I really need the slow like arms straight out like old school zombies yeah I don't need ones that can evolve to be smarter mm-hmm. uh, yeah if they, if they can run at a full sprint I'm I'm a goner oh yeah <laughs> no just kill me now it's not it's not gonna happen <laughs> uh, okay I think we have time for one more question Excellent. Shoot. And I'm going to go for one that I think um, we'll both have answers to, uh-huh. but how do we like our coffee? Oh. And I, I want to, can I do you first? Yeah. Okay. You like the largest size available. Yes. So venti, trenta, mm-hmm. whatever. Get as much, as much espresso in there as possible. Breve. Mm-hmm. You're going to want a breve, which is half and half. Or, or heavy cream or like whatever's available like that yeah. um no wimpy milks for you no wimpy milks gonna have to have some sort of heavy cream uh okay so like a, a venti or a trenta espresso breve maybe you're not super big on flavor Mm-mm. like maybe a vanilla or hazelnut if you're feeling like out there mm-hmm. um 
and like maybe some sweetener but just a tiny bit could be like a splenda a couple of splendas for that big thing like you're not drinking it sweet yeah so i have adapted okay. i actually you're very close um i used to do a little bit of sweetener actually i used to do a lot of sweetener but um i cut all out the sweetener and now i do i love the brevets uh, a flat white is like my treat to myself but i'll okay. quite often just put a little half and half in my coffee nowadays yeah and if i don't have it i do drink it black in fact the coffee that i'm drinking right now is a black coffee because i'm out of half and half wow okay yeah. well we'll just go ahead and rule that out for me because i'm not doing a good job at drinking black coffee <laughs> it has to be a desperate situation you, you like it creamy sweet and flavored so like a little bit of espresso, lots of flavoring, lots of uh, like cream stuff, but like not not dairy. You do like soy or almond or uh, oh, have you tried oat milk? Yes. And I usually like it mm -hmm. until it gets sort of to the end. So I would prefer like dairy milk, but my stomach just can't mm -hmm. do it. Um yeah, so I order, the, you're pretty close. I like it much sweeter than mm -hmm. you um, and with more flavor than you, but I don't like it as sweet as a lot of people. So like my like Starbucks order, I have to get half sweet. Oh, okay. But like I still decrease by half, but that's still pretty sweet. Like half of yeah. the sweetener that Starbucks put in is still a sweet coffee. So because yeah, yeah. I tried your coffee and I thought it was like super sweet. I didn't yeah. know that was like half yeah. Oh no. If you order regular straight, if I mess up, if I don't use my app where I have things like pre-saved and I just order and I always forget to say like half the whatever, half the sugar, um, it's undrinkable. Like, I don't know how people do it, but yeah, I like, um, espresso with some sort of milk or milk alternative, whatever's available, but yeah, like an almond milk, soy milk, oat milk, whatever. And then yeah, like half sweet, and then, yeah, if I'm going to do a flavor, it's probably going to be caramel because I like caramel. Yeah. 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 Okay. I feel like we well, passed, right? We passed the quiz. I, I definitely think we did. So it's kind of funny. It's like, if you ask me like a question, it could have been different. You know, the answer could have been different. Like if I was a kid answering it, you know, and I think that's funny how we've adapted over the years and like how our tastes have changed. and. Yeah, it, it's funny to see. It's like, well, well, you used to like that. And like, yeah, I did, but I got burned out or whatever it is, you know. Well, and also because we don't live in the same place and we typically are not ordering any food in front of each other. Yeah. That, yeah, I mean, those things change and, you know, it's not like a big enough deal that I'm going to call you and be like, hey, I'm laying off the sweetener <laughs> in my coffee. <laughs> right? Like yeah. it's not an announced change. But yeah. I do think those are kind of things you know really well. Like if you're running to get coffee for someone every day or you're making it in the house, like you mm -hmm. know their exact order. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would for sure have to ask you what's your exact order before we went. I could guess yeah. and get pretty close. But yeah. if you wanted something specific, yeah, like I'd have to ask. Yeah. Um, I remember like last time we went to Starbucks together on our vacation, uh -huh. we were like, you don't want anything in it? And I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh. <laughs> I do. Yeah. So. Black coffee is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for me. I don't need a ton of other stuff, but 
if you were a black coffee drinker, it would look like I had a ton of other yeah. stuff in there. I got into the um, iced coffees a few years ago. Sakina got me into iced coffee finally. Um, oh, well, I should say, yeah. I mean, it didn't even occur to me, but yeah, iced or hot. I almost never yeah. drink hot coffee. Yeah, so I drink both. Um, today it's hot coffee, but uh, if that's because I was out of the iced coffee, but I really like the Starbucks jugs you can get. And those, those are so good, smooth and not very bitter mm-hmm. that I just drink it black, you know? And I actually think I prefer it that way. Um, I still need at least a splash of something. If I make espresso yeah. at home and it's hot, then I do like a little bit of sugar and a little bit of half and half or, or whatever. Yeah, I almost never drink hot coffee, dead of winter, iced coffee. But every few years, also, I have a shift where I'm like, I no longer, I've had the same coffee every day for five years and now I'm done and I'm ready <laughs> for a new coffee. And then I'll go off coffee for a couple of months just because I'm like, I just can't do it. And then yeah. when I resume, it's some new order. So who knows? Oh no, coffee's an everyday occurrence in my life. Typically it is for me too. But yeah, every now and then I'm like, Oh, my stomach's killing me. Like, I can't do this. We gotta, we gotta do something different. My four-year-old, however, my 10-year-old does not like coffee, won't drink it, does not enjoy it, doesn't even want it. Like if he's thirsty and that's what I have in the car, he's like, I'll just wait. Like he's not going to have any, but yeah, my youngest, absolutely. You have to take the coffee from him. He will just continue drinking it. And like, I don't want him to get a stomach ache. There's always a time where I'm like, okay, like a drink is fine, but like you can, do you want water or milk? <laughs> You're not having coffee. <laughs> oh, well, I think we're probably toward the end of our time, our allotted time for today. Yeah. So I guess the only thing left is street lights are on. Absolutely. Uh, post your questions down below on our social media posts. Maybe answer some of the questions that we have talked about today. I really Absolutely. want to know your thoughts on the pineapple and pizza and whether or not square then... cut is a sin. I'm a little afraid <laughs> how how this conversation might go on Facebook. We're going to get banned. Jessica's going to say some things. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I, I joke about it, um, but I just think it's weird. It's not my personal preference. <laughs> We're supportive of people even when they're wrong. <laughs> oh, that's a very Taurus uh, statement. But there anyway, thanks for joining us today, guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed and we'll see you next time at the park. All right. We'll see you soon. Meet us there.